What is going on, everyone? This is episode 35 of the Attack of Zero podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Carl, what's going on, man? We had our banned and restricted announcement on Monday. Shook up the format for Modern pretty hard, heavily and Vintage pretty heavily. Standard... Standard has changes, man, which I... It, it's, it's significant for a couple months. <laughs> so, um, plan for today, um, first we're going to start off with... The banner restriction announcement, and then I think we're just going to dive straight into the MTGO deck dump from today, and just work for, through the for list modern and, specifically. Yeah, specifically moderns, and see where the state of the format looks right now. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Um. So August twenty ninth, uh, August twenty sixth, banner restriction announcement. Standard rampaging Ferocidon is unbanned. What does that mean? Uh. It's, they said in their announcement it was to help against the vampires and the ors, the uh, scapeshift decks that are doing the whole field of ruin thing, which Rampaging Ferocidon's really good against those strategies. Uh, makes Jun dinosaurs insane now. Yeah. This this can be, this is a one mana 3-3 three, three in that deck, like, mm-hmm. on good hands. Like, on okay hands, it's a two mana 3-3. Three, three. The can't gain life aspect is super important, uh essentially will ping down your opponents that are trying to put out chump blockers to block your other big dinosaurs. So Rampage of Ferocidon is real big for Gen Dinosaurs, and I expect it to be the front runner of standard for the next two months, probably until it all rotates. So and, funny and story. All drain. Um, the MTG, uh, the MTG arena effective date is September 4th. So we yeah. don't even get it till next week. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know how it looks. <laughs> I don't know why they waited a week and a half to, to be able to go in. From from my understanding, uh, getting cards banned and unbanned on Arena is a hassle. It is... I don't understand why. I, I don't either. I feel like these cards are already programmed. It should literally just go in and just... Okay, this is now legal. But Like, if it's anything like how they sh- should have coded Moto's... Um... It should literally have the card and then has a checklist of legal and what formats it's in and then illegal in the other formats. And it's like a one or a zero. And then you just go in and change. Yeah. Compare whatever that value to the what one. format it is. And X, Y, Z, here we are. But instead, Apparently it's not that easy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, another one of the other big changes this week, um, we have five changes in vintage which i think is the most i have ever seen in that format at the same time uh it is the most that i've seen granted i haven't paid attention to vintage much um so therefore probably about two months um probably once or twice a week i would come home and play a vintage league Mm -hmm. on on moto and like the format's really awesome i really enjoyed it when i played it um and like if you have a spare, like, $200 you can throw at MTGO to buy the stuff for it, it I enjoy the format. But um, I did I did end up selling my power. I ended up selling uh, most of my legacy stuff on Moto just because, like, I wasn't playing it nearly as often. So, um, looking at these changes, we have Karn the Great Creator restricted, Mystic Forge restricted, Mental Misstep is now restricted, uh, Golgari Grave Troll is now restricted. And Fast Bond is unrestricted. Where do you want to start, man? Uh, let's start with shops, with Karn and Mystic Forge getting restricted. 
So they uh, they talk about here down in their section that um, really early Karn is just like devastating for most decks because they don't have a way of being able to deal with this Planeswalker that also like just says half of your mana sources don't work. Yeah. Um, Mystic Forge being a very cheap card advantage engine for shops, uh, just put it over the top. So oh, yeah. having having access to uh, both of those in the same deck is just like, well, I get to do all my artifact busted things. You don't. I also have card advantage. Hope it works. Sorry. Um, really, really glad to see that. Really, uh, really, really excited for- to see that change. Because shops has been very good for quite a while. Like, they even mentioned, try, uh, thought about restricting Sphere of Resistance as well to even take it down even further. Which, <laughs> if they are... I think this should tell you that they are not going to touch the lands in Vintage. Like, oh, God, I think no. I think that's what this re- this restriction announcement means. Um, I think it's all, all fair to say that um, with them banning... Or them restricting Karn and Mystic Forge as well as um, Grave Troll, that they are never going to touch Workshop, they're never going to touch Bazaar. Of course. And, like, I think that's a good sign for people who are wanting to play the format, like, actually in paper, because that means you're not going to dump $4,000 for these cards for them to eventually become basically worthless. You know, obviously they're still going to hold value, but their value mostly comes from one being on the reserve list and two being the best cards in vintage. Yeah. Um, so next we have grave troll and mental misstep. Um, uh, grave trolls, obviously the staple in, in the dredge deck. Hopefully this slows down dredge a lot. Um, hopefully it changes the format a little bit to where you don't need eight sideboard cards for dredge. Like that that seemed to be what the big format was about what the format was is you had a bunch of cards like your main deck when I played your my main decks were set up to beat the blue decks and then yep. post board I brought in all my hate for shops and all my hate for dredge and that that's basically it yeah dredge getting force of vigor also just means you have to play even more answers to graveyard strategies so uh, restricting Golgari Grave Troll here is like was almost a necessity because they were just playing a full set of Force of Vigors and like there's no downside to it because a good chunk of the deck is green anyway. Yep. Um, so and like one of the one of the newest iterations, um, in in terms of vintage, has been the addition of Mental Misstep to, uh, to Dredge to help hate against to to help hit hate pieces out of the opponent. So yeah. restricting it means that like there's six new slots in, in dredge to work with now. And oh, like yeah. your blue decks are not just about, well, I mi- I cast ancestral, they misstepped, I misstepped back, I win. Like yeah. that's not gonna happen nearly as often compared to why well, ancestral they have they had their misstep. Alright, now we go on with the game. You know, there's there's exactly. gonna be a lot more one for ones and less well, I had three cards, they had two, I win. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited to see what this actually means. Um, the last change here is the unrestriction of Fast Bond. I think this might actually be the most important one of these. Yeah. Um, Agreed. 
Fast Bond is a card that is absurdly powerful when played correctly. Like when 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 you are purposely taking advantage of it. Um, I have seen. I believe Caleb D was streaming it. I believe Kenji was also streaming it. There, there's a Fast Bond experimental friends league list running around in Vintage now. Like that seems that fun. sounds hot. That <laughs> you can you can get me behind everything that that is going on there. So, like, for new decks to be popping up in Vintage is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really excited to see where that leads to. You want to talk about the big ones? So the other big changes were obviously to modern. Uh, if you, if you have been living under a rock, Hogak Arisen Acropolis is banned from modern. They also went ahead and banned Faithless Looting and unbanned everybody's favorite core lady Stoneforge Mystic. Uh, with Faithless Looting gone, it hits a lot of the graveyard-centric decks that have been kind of dominating the format. If it wasn't Dredge before, it was Is It Phoenix after it, and if it wasn't Is It Phoenix, then it ended up being the Hogak deck, which was playing Faithless Looting. And, like, so, before it, we had, like, Mardu. Uh, Mardu Pyromancer was a very popular deck there for several months that were playing Faithless Looting. Um, it wasn't like oppressive, like no, no, it was not. Phoenix, but it is it still, unfor- it's an unfortunate casualty of this Phoenix yeah, looting. Band. That's 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 the sad part is it was playing looting fairly, <laughs> as as fair as you could play it. Yeah. So the the big thing there is just like faithless looting. I, I think the banning of faithless looting just shows you that like nothing is safe in modern. There is. There is nothing that they are not willing to assess and say, this is too powerful. We need to deal with this. And which it's the opposite of what people got from the last one where they took out bridge from below and they didn't even mention talking about faithless at all. Where, you know, the last several, the last year or so, like they've mentioned, faithless looting has been one of the most played cards in modern. So for them to say, hey, this is doing a lot and none of it is really good for the format. We should probably work on that. Just means that, well, maybe Mox Opal is too good. Maybe Ancient Stirrings is too good. Like, these these cards that are being used uh, uh, oppressively might just not be good for the format. And I think Watsi is willing to assess those now. Well, at the point we're at right now, Ancient Stirrings won't even do anything to Tron. It doesn't even care no, anymore. Not really. So banning ancients, the only thing that would ancient turns would do was would be to make hardened scales worse. Hardened which scales, then they all, amulet, and tron like are the big ones. Like amulet is probably the biggest hit there, mm-hmm. but and like, like ancient stirrings and hardened scales, like that's like faithless looting in Mardu. Like it's playing it as fair as it can possibly be. So yeah, usually Hardened Scales is grabbing a creature with it, or it can grab a land if it needs to. Like, it's just with in like in like Amulet, it's grabbing the key piece, or it's grabbing a land it definitely needs. And in Tron, it's like, oh, here's Tron piece number three, but we have another fourteen ways to go find it, so we're fine. We don't need it. So 
I feel like if they ban ancient stirrings, it would just be because just to keep the precedent up of where they banned faithless looting. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't see them banning opal since it helps, like, generate some of the more artifact-based strategies. Because if without opal, a lot of these artifact strategies just fall flat on their face to begin with. Yep. They never get off the ground. Yep. So I wouldn't be worried about your opals and your stirrings quite yet. Um, but Stoneforge Mystic being unbanned I, is, dude, I, at the same time of all of this, I feel like it's wrong. Okay. Why? Because the decks that helped keep Stoneforge Mystic would help keep Stoneforge Mystic down to where it's not 26 of the X amount of decks that we're getting ready to look at here in the deck dump uh, as 5-0s are the Faithless Looting decks, are the unfair degenerate decks that kind of help keep everything balanced. Uh, Dredge has no main deck way to get rid of Stoneforge Mystic, even with Faithless Looting. <laughs> Like, that Stoneforge Mystic is going to get to do its thing. Yeah, and it's going to put a 4-4 into play. Outside of a big com- uh, conflagrate. That's Which that's about we, the only way you can deal with it. And that doesn't even, like, deal with the problem. That never feels told. good. Yeah. yeah. That never feels good. You want your you want your conflags to go face to win the game, not, not be... Usually. Yeah, not be creature removal. So now that we have neutered Dredge to the point where it's not even going to get played... That there's just this big power vacuum now, and the Stoneforge Mystic decks are trying to suck up and take its place, and it's just kind of homogenizing any white deck to play. I have to play Stoneforge Mystic, and I have to play Batter Skull, and I have to play this sword, and I have to play this sword. Well, then I have to play this package around Stoneforge Mystic, so I have to play Spell Queller, I have to play Thalia because they both carry swords really well. You know, it's it's and, funny that you you mentioned that. Uh, you mentioned it homogenizing the format. Um, today I was playing the the Vance Soul Herder deck, right? Mm-hmm. And just because I could, I put Stoneforge Mystic in it. I'm like, what? You know why not? Like just because I can doesn't mean I should, but I'm going to regardless. So, you know, like you said, it it just seems to at this point be. Making all the fair decks more willing to play white. Which, historically speaking, white has been one of the worst colors in modern. So I would 100% disagree with that statement. Oh, see, I would not. You have the best sideboard cards in Rest in Peace, Stony Silence. You have Path to Exile as probably the premier removal spell because it can hit everything and they don't care about giving the land back (laughs) white has been probably the strongest color to play here for the past four or five months because it's been a graveyard based format because it has so many good answers to the artifact decks and the graveyard decks in the form of stony science and rest in peace but historically speaking not not just recent not just recent history no even before that like you've always had these, you've always had these three cards, I, I and these three cards that, have yeah. always been staples of sideboards and mainboards of any deck that wants to play white. You just have now, you just have even more of a reason. You have a just generic benefit now because you get to throw Stoneforge in for free. You don't have to make any kind of weird concessions. The okay. decks that get worse are like the green black rock decks that want to splash for Stoneforge Mystic. 
the Mardu decks that the black like the black red decks that I've seen that are just splashing for Stoneforge Mystic and the pieces, those are the decks that get worse because they're just making their mana base worse and their game plan worse to just try to fit the Stoneforge Mystic in because they need some way to keep up because they just don't have a really good way of dealing with Stoneforge Mystic on turn two every time. So, um, do you... Hmm. What do you... I... So, I know you, earlier in the week, you were talking about how um, you are kind of, like, off of modern right now just because it's going to be nothing but a grind fest. You know? I wasn't into modern to just, like, sit here across from my opponent and just, like, stare at each other's creatures for four or five turns until one of us draws until one better of than the other parity. one. Exactly. Yeah. That's so boring. It's so boring to watch. It's so boring to play. And there's people that love that. But See, because... I'm one of those. Where I'm just like, and all that's... right, how, how can I break parity here? What what tiny edges can I get to to just take over this game? And that's where it comes down to, oh, I top deck my answer to your card, and now I win. Instead of, here's my overall game plan of, that's relatively strong. How can I enact my game plan to play around your cards? Now it's, oh, here's this. Here's this. Oh, we have, I can't attack into you because you have your Tarmogoyf as a 3-4. Here's my Batter Skull that's a 4-4. Four, four. Now your Tarmogoyf's a 4-5. Uh, We're kind of just both sitting here. Pass turn, pass turn. Uh, it's just, it's just not a fun format anymore. Like... It's slowing Stoneforge Mystic slows the format down, which is great for people that want to play their dirtly mid-range decks until they get mad because Mono Red Prowess comes in and just sweeps them on turn three. But, you know, if <laughs> if that's where the format goes, then like you're if if the mid-range decks are just trying to go over the top of each other, you just have to get under them. So eventually the format is going to slow down to where aggro just becomes insanely good again. Or your aggressive combo decks. So, I think right now, we're we're back towards where Modern seems to be about, like, a turn 4, turn 5, turn 6 format. If not longer. Um, I would make, I would call this format pretty similar to the format uh, just before Bloom Titan, where Splinter Twin and Grixis Control and all of that was kind of running around. Okay. Like, the format was definitely slower. Jund was better. Grixis Control was better. Blue white was better. Twin was around, and it was kind of this this thing that keeps these mid range decks in check, and they have to like answer this combo. Yeah, they have to respect it. We don't have any deck that currently has just "oops, I win" on turn four really well without like your opponent. Like now, your opponent can just like without throwing out a batter skull on turn three, mm -hmm. and you can't really get through it. Like infect doesn't deal with a uh, batter skull very well. Because it just sits like unless you have your blighted agent or your equal nexus, yeah. which I mean that's you kind of just sitting there. Eight of your twelve infect creatures, like you have to have those. Otherwise, this this batter skull is just going to sit in front of you, <laughs> and it's going to just gain incremental advantage on you. While and then you're just kind of just stuck. Not to mention that with Stoneforge Mystic decks, you get to play Path to Exile. Path to Exile is so good against the aggro decks that are just trying to race you and get you get underneath you. 
one mana just oops there goes your essentially what would have been a like a like a goblin guide pathing the goblin guide would have been probably eight points of damage in that game well it's gone so there goes that clock. Um, I had, I was talking to someone who was talking about how Burn does not feel dead because now the blue-white control decks are playing creatures main board. So, like, that turns on your Searing Blazes game one. It's so like, yes, they can get a Batter Skull, but if you Searing Blaze their, their uh, Stoneforge Mystic or you just bolt their Stoneforge Mystic... Now they have this five drop in their hand and like you're still pressuring their life total every turn. Yeah. So I think burn is actually really good still. Yeah. Like personally, I've had had a lot of people saying, oh, well, you just can't play burn because they're going to put in this four, four lifelinker. Like your deck is like 25 bolts. (laughs) Just deal with the one, two, (laughs) deal with the one, two, and then you don't have to deal with the four, four. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to transition into the deck dump and actually start looking yeah. at some lists? Yeah, that seems great. So, uh, first up here we have, uh, it looks like burn. We have four lightning skeletals, four bump of the night, no white cards in sight. Um, out of the board, we have some smash the smithereens, collective brutalities, surgicals. Red, black, burn. What do you think? I've seen this before. Like it, it, it happens every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Red, black, red, black's just always. Sometimes it's just a little bit better than red, white. Uh, red, white's better when everyone is fast trying to race you. Red, black is a little bit better when it's a slower, grindier game because we get things like bump of the night. Yeah, you just have get flashback. more copies of bolt. We get to play collector brutality, which can pick a like. Which is good in grindier games. Smash to Smithereens is a concession to Stoneforge, which also just like blow up your batter skull, deal three to you. Uh, Surgicals uh, got traded, got put in as Tormod's Crypt, got taken out probably from Burn. Mm-hmm. Or just as it's a better graveyard card for the format right now. Or since they're not in white, it replaces um, Rest in Peace. Rest in Peace. Yeah. Um, yep. The interesting thing here is the four Lightning Skeletals. I'm a big fan of that here. I like three mana, deal six, uh, deals potentially six, make you discard two. Yeah, like up to six, you discard two cards. Like you, you're netting cards to help deal with this. And now you're going to be empty handed and you're going to have to deal with this on your top decks. Yeah. Now, the question is, which is better, burn or the mono red prowess deck? Because uh, I personally prefer the mono red prowess if we're playing red burn spells right now. Mm hmm. For sure. Yeah, like, I, it's just it's just better. Um, we'll we'll come back to that thought because there's there's a couple different points where where that was a uh, thought I had. Um, anything else you want to talk about here? No, it's at this point it's just it's just burn with black cards in it. Um, next up we got Neoform. Um, which this is straightforward. Can't get any more straightforward. I was say Neoform winning with anymore. Ladman. Their flex spot, they have a life goes on and a pact of negation. It can kill you on turn one. Most of the time it does nothing. I like these oxidizes and these slaughter packs in the sideboard. The it can't be regenerated part on oxidize is super important. What are we regenerating? 
anything with Welding Jar. Oh, you smart. You, you smart. Any deck that plays Welding Jar, that is super important. Mm-hmm. Which is usually every artifact deck that plays Box Opal. <laughs> Uh, third on the list is it's like devoted druid stoneblade. Um, this is Nick Shirillo. Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. You're the one who knows him. <laughs> You're the one who talks to him. I'm I'm getting on Twitter. You talk for a second. <laughs> okay. Either way, it's devoted druid playing uh, slotting stoneforge mystic in as a, just like an additional backup plan. Uh, I have seen more Stone Forge Mystic decks that are here's this combo deck that are just smashing Stone Forge Mystic in if they're already in that color and the Van- the, the Bant Company Devoted Druid thing is probably one of the better shells to throw it into because being able to just go oh here's Stone Forge I go grab Batter Skull on turn two, or I can go, here's Devoted Druid. If they answer Devoted Druid, then here's Stoneforge and here's Batter Skull. Like, you, you have a plethora of eight cards that will still impact the game, and you can play this slow, slower, grindier game with uh, Stoneforge Mystic and um, Batter Skull and Sword. Uh, going through the sideboard, I like this Plague Engineer. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing Sword of Feast and Famine as his backup sword. So notably, no Sophie. He's playing uh, Sword of Light and Shadow. Light and Shadow in this deck seems really important. Being able light and to Shadow pick in up any creature. Any yeah, yeah. Light and Shadow in any creature-based strategy is almost a necessity, and it is really cheap right now compared to the other swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I think sword I think Feast and Fam is pushing uh fifty-five, sixty, I think Sophia's pushing seventy, and Sword of Light and Shadow is like thirty-eight. My my Feast and Famine judge promo I picked up Monday for sixty-eight. They are now like ninety. Yeah. So if you're wanting to play Stoneforge Mystic with these creature-based combo decks, uh Sword and Light and Shadow is probably the best sword for you to pick up, like hands down. Um, there's no restriction on what creature can grab, right? It just returns any creature. Yep, yeah. just picks up a creature. That's good. That's really good. And more importantly, um, light and shadow basically gives you protection from the three best removal spells in modern. Like, it gives you protection from path and fatal push, and the plus two plus two gives you protection from bolt most of the time. Most of the time. Like that's very important to know. So, like, yeah, you can block with your Tarmogoy for whatever, but, like, these Giver of Runes also say, like, I'm going to punch you. I also like these Veil of Summers that are in the sideboard. I do, too. I I am really big on, if you're playing any kind of green combo deck or green, like, you have to do this thing to win, like Tron, uh, Veil of Summers really good. I have played it in Infect. I have played it, I have played, a, like, a one-of in Hardened Skills to get to see if I can get people with it. Uh, it's much better in Infect than it is in Hardened Skills. <laughs> Just being able to instant speed, protect all my dudes, and all my all my pump spells can't be countered is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving right along, looks like we got, what we got? Dredge. Um, Which? Faithless Looting List Dredge. It's just you just put you slot in the innate in for dredge. Dredge was probably the one that was like the most ready 
for Faithless Looting to be banned because we always knew it was going to be banned. <laughs> mm-hmm. We knew what we were doing. <laughs> we knew what, that what we were doing was busted, so we always had a backup plan. So when we swapped uh, Insolent Neonates out the first time for Shriek Horns, we would always have a backup card. So what do you think of this? Neonate. I'm not sure why we're playing more dredgers when we can't necessarily always pitch them as easily from our hand. So I feel like three Golgari Thug is a little much, especially if it's just like every time your opponent kills it, you have to put it back on top, meaning you never get to dredge with it if it's what you have to play it out to do. Uh, I would honestly be two Thug, all four Neonates, or three Neonates, and move a Lightning Axe to the main board. Okay. Um, because Lightning Axe gives you a main deck answer to help against uh, Stoneforge Mystic, other creatures that are have, like problematic, like uh, Spellqueller. Spellqueller could be a hassle on this deck for sure. Um, if anything, now that we're playing Neonate, I would look at going back to being more a, of a... Uh, aggro deck again instead of a creeping shell conflagrate deck and look to get back either a rally the peasants or b scourge devil back into your seven into your 75 somewhere mm, scourge devil is one i haven't heard of in a while uh the other thing i would look to do for dredge is driven to despair because people are wanting to play these more creature driven games despair notably gives all your dudes menace <laughs> oh that's a card i haven't seen cast in a while uh, so you can get through with most of your dudes because they'll have to start double blocking everything. Mm-hmm. And if all they have is a batter skull, it, it's not going to block anything, meaning the life gain off batter skull is insignificant in the face of two blood ghasts and a couple amalgams attacking in for eight or ten. Um, but yeah, I would I would for this list specifically, I would trim a thug. Uh, bring a lightning axe in, trim a conflagrate, play in uh, Rally the Peasants, probably, and probably trim this one of Thoughtseize out of the sideboard to uh, bring in uh, German to Despair. I like it. Is that where you're playing tonight now? Are we locking it in? I, I don't know yet. All right. <laughs> I still got Vanifer Pod I can put together. So. Um, next up, we have some Tefiris, some Flicker Wisps, some Arfoders. This is our first Stoneforge deck, right? Nope, second. Second Stoneforge. This is the first dedicated to Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, this is as what I would like to call this. Um, yeah, you know our good old Thalia Tefiri deck, and yeah. our Leonid Arbiter Stoneforge Mystic deck. Yeah, bunch of combos <laughs> here. Bunch of combos. Um, All the combos. We only have two equipment main. And then in the board, we have a Fire and Ice, a Sinew and Steel, and a Light and Shadow. God, so many swords. Yeah, I'm kind of off this list. God, And I know this is um, not the first taxes list we're going to talk about. Oh, no, there's so many more. I, I was Like I said, I was counting through them earlier. There are 26 different Stoneforge Mystic decks like listed in here. But I think if you boil them down to their archetypes, I think there's only like like seven or eight, I think, if you boil them down to like, these are all taxes. These are all just Stoneforge Mystic decks. These are all bank company decks. These are all the other Stoneforge Mystic decks. So I think there's like seven or eight, but 26 different lists with Stoneforge Mystic made it into the 5-0 bracket for Deck Dump Day. 
Um, speaking of taxes, we got some Eldrazian taxes here next. Um, this is like actual factual just Eldrazian taxes with Stoneforge, Batter Skull, Fire and Ice, Light and Shadow. Yep. Nice and simple, nothing. This this is like level crazy. one of Stoneforge Mystic decks. Yeah, this is what like where I expect, expected most of these decks to be this week was here's my here's my deck that's already in this color. I'm going to drop this kind of mediocre two two and some mediocre uh, and trim some other cards and slot in Stoneforge Mystic and this package. And here we go. It's kind of what I expected this week to be was just a lot of kind of just pull out cards and slot cards in because we don't know exactly what mm-hmm. we need to be playing and what to cut. Um, uh, moving right along, we have some blue-white, hard control, uh, no, this is Esper, this is Esper control. This is Esper, yeah. Um, notably, no Stoneforge. Nope. Um, we they got, can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, we got four Esper charms, two guys. God, can we get these out of here? <laughs> two guys, Kyle, uh, Guile, I'm not done, I'm not done having mo- mopey three mana cards. Oh my goodness. Um, what does Esper Charm do besides... Destroy like, an enchantment, draw two cards, or target player discards two cards. Yeah, I know what the card exactly does, but like, oh. what does it do in this deck besides just like, here's my three mana draw two. It's instant speed mind rot. <laughs> Why would we care? <laughs> this Usually at, at three mana, you... At, when we when both players hit like three mana, usually both players have played their two drops. <laughs> like most players have played it enough of a have put out a board state start, and they don't care about some of the two cards that they drew. They just usually will pitch the two lands. Like the best mode on this is to draw two. I don't know what enchantment we're blowing up though. Like it blows up hardened scales. At that point, you're screwed because that's two turns of them just going off with hardened scales. <laughs> um... I don't. Get these out of here. Any, anything Get, play else something you want to else. touch on this deck? Uh, I like the Kaya's Guile. I really like this. I've been impressed with this now that the format has kind of slowed to a grinding halt. I like Kaya's Guile in my Stoneforge decks because it makes a creature at instant speed. Yep. I have nothing else about this deck. Uh, Plague Engineer in the sideboard. It's a win for me. <laughs> I love Note this card. Note Carl's Plague sleeping in- up Esper Control. <laughs> <laughs> Plague Engineer is like my favorite. Uh, like Plague Engineer is currently like my favorite creature because I just love playing this creature that just kills everybody else's creatures. <laughs> what is this? What What is this? This is Mystic, Mystic Forge, Forge Affinity. Affinity. We're playing Ethereum Sculptor and Master of Ethereum. I am so off everything that this deck is doing. Why are we playing Thorn of Amethyst in our Mystic Forge creature, mostly creature deck? Because we have Chief Engineer to power it out. I guess, but the entire format's rotated around creatures now. Like, this this makes no sense. (laughs) It's... The format is doing exactly what Watsy wanted it to do. They wanted it to become about, about creature and hand disrupt, like battlefield creatures and hand disruption. And let's just play this card that makes non-creatures cost more. Here's here's the part that I don't get. Uh, when are we ever boarding this fourth Mystic Forge in? <laughs> Good question. Good like, question. 
not not only are we, we're also on three mox opals. What is going on here? We're on three, the three opal. mox opals is because we only have Ornithopter to turn it on, like significantly. Yeah, but we only have two Arcbound Ravagers too. I don't get that one. I, that one's wrong. That has to be wrong, right? You have to play more Arcbound Ravagers. I'm, I'm, Whatever. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, here we go. Here's yeah, an here artifact deck. Here's, here's I, I a Stoneforge deck. This is Wurza playing with Stoneforge. Yeah, playing three Stoneforge to get Batter Skull and a Sword of the Meek. It's happening though. They're starting to slot Karn into their decks because the format's slowing down. My first iteration of Blue White was playing Karn to shut off the other We're Stoneforge decks. Or the format's in trouble if Karn starts getting slotted into these into this deck specifically because it's so easy to power out a turn three Karn mm-hmm. in this deck. I'm I'm a big fan. Oh of, God. of this build. Um, we're we're specifically like basically two color. Um, we have some black cards in the board. We have Fatal Push to the main board oh, and yep, Stoneforge Mystic in the main board. I overlooked them. So we're, we're mono blue splashing for Stoneforge Mystic and Fatal Push and Thopter Foundry, which is shared colors with both those two cards. And then it this deck gets so good because it just gets to throw the fourth Thopter Foundry and a Sword of the Meek into its sideboard for Karn to fetch. Yep. I'm a big fan of that. Like, this is the deck that will get Mox Opal banned, if anything. If anything, this will be the deck that probably does it. Because Urza gets to go infinite on turn, like, three or four with Sword of the Meek and Thopter Foundry. So, this will be the deck that probably gets Opal banned, if anything. What's the next one? Uh, we got some green-white dudes. Green-white taxes. Dude. But, like, Tax- not, taxes? Not very dudes? taxing. Like, we only have Thalia's. But, like, we don't have, like, companies to go over the top of anyone. Why are we playing company? I'm assuming because we're, we're playing Aether Thalia, Bile? right? Like, because we have Maybe. four Vile, four Path, four Thalia. Like, that, that might be it. Plus our Stoneforge package. So. I would call this pretty close. It'd be pretty close to taxes. They just were smart and cut the Leon and Arbiter so they don't have to turn off their own Stoneforge. When I was working on um, Mono White Taxes... Leon and Arbiter was a clean swipe, uh, swap for, for Stoneforge. Stoneforge. Because it's just a better two-drop. Yeah, and, like, you're you're not worrying about, like, ghost-quartering your opponent out of the game. Like, that's exactly. not your, your game plan now. Your game plan is to be a good aggro deck with Disruption. They're also playing Sinew and Steel on their sideboard. That card is awful. Hmm. I mean, for... $10 if you don't have a sword and you need a sword. It's got great color protection. It has probably the best color protections available to them besides light and shadow. Pro red and pro black is super important right now. Because then you actually can't get uh, <laughs> lightning bolted. <laughs> yeah. Your Thalia is going to be able to survive. You won't be able to be targeted by lightning bolt. So it's just a little bit better. Um... You also have Sophie to help with that, but then you are like open a fatal push. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the big one. Um, Light and shadow giving protection from push is really important to me. Yeah, especially in these decks where you can be like, all right, light and shadow, pick up my renegade rally or rally or back my giver. Like, I can I can get on board with that. The pro blue from fire and ice is just like 
almost like negligible, right? Yeah. Like nothing blue is ever going to be a problem. Like you can get through a Snapcaster Mage. The, oh the reason you're playing Fire and Ice is because it's your card the draw. Advantage. Yeah, it's it's card advantage. It's That's card advantage. Why you can tutor up with Stoneforge. Um, right now, sideboard right is now in pretty modern, cute. Um, in in my Stoneforge decks that I've been working on, I have Feast and Famine and Light and Shadow main with the Fire and Ice in the board. Um, as a way to go over the top of the mid-range decks. Yeah, Feast of Fam is good if you're wanting to do a lot of things with your mana, whereas it's not so good in the creature-based strategies that are a lot of mana dorks. Mm -hmm. So, but like that's why you'll that's why you'll see it get cut once in a while. I like the if you're doing the uh, the creature like the green white beatdowns. I want some Gavany Townships in my mana base so I can like just go over the top with Feast and Famine. Yeah. Move on to the next deck. This one is hot. I like everything that this one is so doing. So this is like Green White Maverick playing Karn? Sign me up. This is <laughs> this is some spice. We got, I we got America, everything happening four here. Four flagstones in the mana base. Oh, they missed. Like we have four Knight of the Reliquary, and we we have one Ghost Quarter and zero Gavany Townships. We could easily slot a Gavany into this deck, oh, right? Oh, 100%. Like, that's super easy. It's super free. I do like this deck a lot. It's just like, here's four Stoneforge, here's four Ranger, here's four Elvish Reclaimer. Yeah, Elvish Reclaimer becomes a freaking 3-4. Yeah, uh, Elvish Reclaimer easy. alongside uh, Knight of the Reliquary is something I can get behind. Hmm. I might need to go find Knights and more Elvish Reclaimers. <laughs> This seems like a hoot. How many swords are we playing? Oh my goodness. We got a war and so piece, a sinew and steel. With a sinew and steel and a war and piece in the board. But we're also on Karn, so like occasionally you can just be like, alright, I need protection from red here. Go get war and piece. I want to play my Karn and fetch my Sky Sovereign. This seems like a great plan. That's something Eldrazi and Taxes. I mean, uh, Eldrazi Tron has been doing. Just here's my six five for five. Blow kill that thing. Go. <laughs> yep. That seems great. This seems awesome. I like this. I like this one a lot. Well, that's the next one. Um, this is Mono Martyr. White. Yeah, Martyr. Martyr playing Stoneforge. Light and Who Shadow knows? pick Who up my Martyr stole? and Sands is that is some spice I was not ready for. <laughs> I like the fact that we're on two batter skull for the deck that wants to gain life. Also playing new to modern generous gift means you get like a decent removal and you just give them a three, three and we just don't care. Yeah. Right? Like most like, of the time we just don't care. So this is great. I like this a lot. Um, sideboard is very, very simple. We have two damping sphere, which I think that number is really low. Um, I would definitely want another, uh, at least one more sphere. Four stony silence. <laughs> Four Deal. surgical no, you extraction. Need it. You need the stonies like that. Four leyline of sanctity. Like, I, I just I think with the number of stoneforges in the format, I I don't. If I'm playing a stoneforge deck, I don't want to be on stony. I rather have disenchant. Disenchant is good. Um, if you're in green, I'd rather play Collector Oof because yeah. it just, it's just a more of a catch-all that you can tutor up. But like being mono-white and 
I would think we I think Stony Science is good for this deck probably specifically. Yeah, we're we're playing multiple batter skulls. I can get behind it. But it also shuts off our clues from Thraven Inspector. Yeah, but that doesn't come up as often as you think. But Carl must clues. <laughs> <laughs> Next, what do we got? What is this? Um, oh, this is taxes. Uh, we got some Eldrazi displacers. We got a batter skull and some light and shadows. Pretty straightforward. Um, we have cut the uh, the field of ruins for a tech edge and a chef at dunes and some more basics. Like they they have realized that like the Leon and Arbiter plan is not going to be worth it. So why try it? At least game one. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the sideboard. <laughs> I revoke everything so, I have said. So so. The cool part is, like, when you start boarding out equipments, you might as well just board out your stone forges, right? That's usually how the yep. plan goes. If the package doesn't do anything, you swap them out for stuff. This is, like, the best way to swap it, right? You just swap out your stone forge and just become regular taxes where it matters. Like, this is actually not that bad. Yeah, I, I think Blessed Alliance is back in here. I like this. I like Blessed Alliance on the sideboard a lot. Blessed right Alliance now. has been critically underplayed its entire life in modern. Oh, yeah. Uh, after that is Normal Burn. Uh, yeah, the white cards are Lightning Helix, Boros Charm. We got some... Deflecting Palm in the sideboard. Pass in the sideboard. Yeah. Pretty, yep, pretty burn. straightforward. Burn them out. Uh, after that is Bant Stoneforge. You had me pretty at Bant. This is literally just Bant Stoneforge. Uh, Ice Fang Codal carries a sword really well yes, right now. Yes, it does. Uh, Spell Queller also carries a sword really well. Uh, More importantly, you get the I combo would... of uh, Spell Queller plus the Fury Time Raveler. I want to swap their sword because they're only playing Fire and Ice. I'd rather just, if we just had to pick one, I'd rather just play Light and Shadows, especially since I'm playing Ice Fang Codal, Eternal Witness... Spell yeah, Queller. Like, pick up my Eternal Witness, pick up my, my Restoration Angel is something I can get behind. Yeah. Uh, force of Negation in the main board is really good. I don't think this deck wants Cryptic Command. Yeah, I, I really I'm, don't. I'm off Cryptic. Um, this looks like what Saffron Olive 5 would with. It's pretty I know close. it's not his name here, but it's pretty close. Um, and that's something me and you have been working on the last couple days is like tuning this Bant deck. Yeah. Um... Interesting thing that I did, I cut two nobles for two birds. So you're still playing your six, but bird having evasion is very important to carry a sword. Yeah, right now, bird being able to fly over things is better than noble hierarchy having exalted. I feel like right yep, now. That's that's where I'm at. Uh, sideboard, they're playing uh, Manrique Gusari, which if you don't play Legacy, is like the Legacy answer to Stoneforge. <laughs> I text Pregle today, and I was, I was I sent him a picture of my Stoneforge package and on top was the foil Manrique Gusari. He's like, what in yeah. the Kamigawa is that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that card. That's so good. As a man uh, who has cast this card multiple times and had people go, alright, what the hell does that do? It's it's a good feeling. <laughs> Next up is Titan Shift. I think this deck is insanely good right now. Straight up normal Titan Shift. Oh no, it's not. It's got the Mad Cat Platinum Imperial in the sideboard, so it's not just normal Scape Shift. 
uh, normal type. Also, his ravenous trap is its graveyard hate. That's uh, actually smart right now because now now that Dredge is like able to play its game again, it's just like yeah, Dredge is I'm like the graveyard deck in. of the format now. Like he, here it comes because everyone's playing surgical extraction and not respecting me. Yep. I I'm a big um, fan of Titan Shift and Tron, which I'm sure we're getting to at some point today too. There's probably a Tron. There's a, I think there's at least two Tron lists in here somewhere. Just like uh, when when the, all the mid range decks want to do their thing, just go over the top of them. Yep. Next up is Storm, which we haven't seen Storm in yeah, a very long time. Gift Storm, and I think this deck is awful right now. Um, I think there are too many I, copies of Damping Sphere running around for this deck to be good. I saw Caleb Caleb streamed for the first time in like months, uh, two nights ago, and he four one with it in the front in just the face of every Damping Sphere you could see. He had he was prepared for it. He knew what to expect. He had sideboard had a sideboard built to beat Damping Sphere, so I've. It's the it's the rule of law effects you got to watch out for now, like people playing idle on a rhetoric or uh, actual rule of law. Those are the ones you got to be careful for. Also, along with uh, Teferi kind of makes the deck a little bit worse. What's the next one? This is some blue white mid range. Blue white stone forge. Yeah, um, it goes a little bigger. We have a Gideon Jura here. Um, we have three cryptic commands in this list alongside like a click and a couple forces, logic knot, mana leak, one spell snare. Um, I think spell snare is actually in a very good position right now where like in the format where your two drops are very important. Um, I played against someone today who was on, who was playing Delver who had at least three spell snares main board. And I, the reason I say is at least is because I got spell snared three times game one. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I'll cast my Stoneforge spell spell snare, and I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Do it again next turn, spell snare. Right, yeah, fine, with spell, with spell snare gets a lot better now that the format's like, the format revolves around two mana now instead of one mana. Mm-hmm. So spell pierce is now worse than spell snare because spell snare just, just hard counters any two drop. Whereas Spell Pierce is like, it might get their get their two drop, but it will almost always get their one mana spell, usually. If, unless the one mana spell is Noble Hierarch or Birds. <laughs> uh, the next list is Jeskai Stoneforge. Um, so we're red for Bolt and Helix. And the Wear Tears in the sideboard. Which, I'm going to be real honest, I don't think you need that. I don't think you need the Reach here. No. You could probably get away without having those and just be blue white, uh, blue white tempo-y. I also get another spell queller. As weird as it sounds, and I know I've been one to hate on Cryptic Command in the past, but if the format is slowing down, that card is going to be very good. It's good in certain decks that can play with it and be able to leave the mana up for it. Um, you know what I like? Whatever doing? was the Bant one. The yeah. Bant one didn't really need it, but this one kind of does. Well, the Bant one like, would be better to play cryptic if it had feast and famine in it where yeah. you're able to like do stuff on your turn untap and then cryptic them on their turn i can get behind that but it wasn't correct <laughs> instead it was just playing cryptic as cryptic 
What the heck is this? So this next one is Jund Life from the Loam Seismic Assault. It's Jund Seismic Assault. Yes, please. Is, I love this. Is this where the format is gone? I, I'm down because you get Ren and Six to play with our Life from the Loam. Like, this is like the best of both worlds. And like, because you're picking up multiple cards, you can discard them to Veil, so like you're always up cards. I can I can get behind it. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, plus all your side, you get all the good Jun sideboard cards. <laughs> Got the plague engineers, some some tireless trackers, which just seem a plus here. Uh, Fulminator Mage, Collector Oof, you get Anger of the Gods. We get this Ghost Quarter like, to continuously loop back. How much of this am I missing besides the Planeswalkers? Uh, a lot. Right, I'm missing a lot. <laughs> missing too much to try and get it together tonight. Um, next up, we have Traditional Living End. Yep. Yep. Just straight up Living End. Uh, I am surprised this deck has done anything in the face of Tefiri Time Raveler. Yeah. Granted, like, on turn two, if you can get, like, any board state against a fairy time raveler, like you're almost like a shoe in to start being able to like pressure them, right? Maybe. Like, like it just depends. We can on... we could turn one cycle an uh, arch fiend or uh we could turn one cycle uh, like a desert seradon plus a street into, race, and, a, and, and then, and then like, two living end. Be like, well, what do you want to pick up? It doesn't really matter. Your Tefiri's dead. I can I can get behind it. Yeah. Um, this is, this is actually a deck I thought would actually pick up in popularity some because of the banning of Faithless Looting. Like, people are going to go down their graveyard hate for this first week or so, and as a result, people are going to not be prepared for this style of deck. Um, the counter argument there is people are going to be more mid-rangey and going to be packing more counter spells with all their blue-white cards, so it makes your living ends harder to actually do their thing. And like yeah. you're you're playing cards like monstrous Caravid, which is not like modern playable. So, like if it didn't cycle for one, yeah, five mana you four four play is card. not playable. So, uh, I want to I want to affectionately call the next deck Snake Tribal. Can we call it Snake Tribal? This is Can we do that. Bant Snake Tribal. Yeah, uh, we're a wilderness reclamation deck playing Nexus of Fate. <laughs> With some Sphinx's Revs, some Remands, Cryptics. I really like Remand right now, like, as a spell. <clears throat> since everyone is on two mana, uh, since the since the format's revolving around two mana permanence usually, I feel like Abrupt Decay is going to go up in yep. value to be played again. Meaning Remand being able to... Uh, Remand's a little bit better, Spellclaw's a little bit better. Yep. Those kind of spells that are just like they're not actual factual counter spells is better. Does remand versus uh, abrupt decay work? I don't think so, but yeah, I like, think because it says the, the idea behind spell. it, the idea behind it is being able to put the spells back into your hand because we're more about tempo than actually dealing with a thing permanently. Plus, we got ancestral vision in the board. It's like, you want to talk about going over the top of mid range? Oh yeah, let's let's just actually go over the top of them. This next deck is Bring the Light Scapeshift. Yep. yep, yep, 
bring the light. We have what is this hunting? Wild? A single. Oh, this is the one that makes your lands dudes. Uh, the hunting grounds. The hunting wilds. Yeah, this yeah. is the one that just makes your lands dudes. Uh, we have an Ojitize command out of the board. We don't have a wish package. Interesting. That's something that these decks have played historically in the past. Maybe it's just bad right now. Uh, I don't know. Um, I didn't make the decision. Note, we are not playing the black cards, so we can only escape shift for four. Which is whatever. We're only right? like, we're only after escape shift, right? Yeah. Like, we're never usually wanting to go up to five. You're only ever after to escape the escape shift usually if you wanting to do that. So, four colors seems to be fine. This next deck is weird. I don't know how actually good it is. I feel like they just got like, they just got lucky. So this is Holy Diver playing. Teamer Dever. Yeah. I am off everything I just said. <laughs> why why play But Carter, we have red and six. You get to do stuff. You're right. Why play Hex Drinker when you can play Stoneforge Mystic? Also, we have this tar fire in here to grow our Tarmogoyle. I'm off this deck, man. Uh, after that, we have Stoneforge Affinity. <laughs> this is something oh, I was talking goodness. to a couple different people about. I'm just like, man, this thing can tutor up your your cranial platings. This one is also playing a batter skull, so like, I can I can get behind this. Uh, traditional Affinity, the best card in the deck, is generally cranial plating, especially if you can get it in multiples. And what better way than to play eight copies of it? Exactly. I am. I am all for Stoneforge and in, in Affinity. I need the. I mean, technically, you are already playing eight copies because Arcbound Ravager in this in a regular Affinity is essentially a cranial plating. Mm -hmm. They just. So now you're up to twelve. Yeah. Uh, what's next? What do we got next? Uh, we're about halfway through, aren't we? Like oh, we're not even probably close. Green White Eldrazi. Green, white, Eldrazi with Stoneforge Mystic because we can. Well, why else would you be in white? I don't know. These Path to Exile seem pretty good. And this Eldrazi Displacer seems really good. Yeah, you're right. Um, Put a sword on a thought knot. That's about all this deck can do, man. Yep, looks like we it. Corn to get ramped out by our Noble Hierarchs. Um, we are a fair Ancient Stirrings deck, which can get our Talisman of Unities. You know, modern, Woo! modern, stable Talisman of Unity. Yep. I'm off it. Yep. Next one, uh, Blue Red Living End, as we're told. I'm off it. I'm off that one too. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, Mono Red Prison. Nope. Oh, come on. We, we got don't. some Acolyte of Flames in here, man. I'm off we, it. We got some new I... cards, though. Not even not even uh... an attempt to touch on it. Fine. What do we got? Oh, I, I wasn't saying we actually had to. I was just... <laughs> we got a Tybalt. Oh, we're just... We have a Tybalt in the board. Which one? The, the new one? one? Yes. The, okay, it better be the new the one. I'm like, why are we playing two, two mana? Uh, after that is another weird burn deck. 
Um, this is mono red burn. Yeah, just mono red burn, but they're playing fanatical firebrand instead of soul scar mage. Thought haste, probably just because of haste. Yeah, but like I rather have four additional copies of Swiss Spear, I think. Uh, I think we're trying to be as fast as possible. There has to be something faster than Raging Goblin. This is not just Raging Goblin. It's Raging Goblin had a baby with Mog Fanatic. Exactly. I'm off this. I I want uh, to replace this with literally any other one drop in the history of Burn. Looking through it, I feel like we're just... Fanatical Firebrand is good if everyone's playing, like, one-twos. <laughs> so because of the whole mog fanatic part of it mm-hmm. uh, we, we can move on All right, I'm next uh, this is white. force of virtue taxes yeah mono white taxes <laughs> with four copies of force of virtue in the main board my dudes are bigger than yours pretty much what this says next but then you can put your walking ballista for zero we know that, but that's what I'm saying. Is my dudes are bigger than yours. We can move All right, on. Cool. I I think that I um, think that's a pile. It is. It's it's so it could be okay. It probably has like some game against like other mirrors. <laughs> um, Abzan. Yeah, it looks like Abzan. We yeah, have... for Abzan for noble and abrupt decay and a trophies, and a Gattaque, and a collector oof. That seems not worth it. Um, only three lingering souls. I'm off it. This is. This seems like the numbers are all over the place. Um, uh, when I was when I was brewing, Abzan just seemed like the worst possible Stoneforge deck I came up with. So, yeah, Abzan seems like the worst one. Like the best one that's in three colors is either Bant or Mardu because Mardu just gets K command to answer opposing Stoneforge Mystics. What's this one? This is Soul this Herder. This is a deck I am currently in love with. Um, I love the addition of Vincer Shaper Servant here uh, as a way to just like blink with your Soul Herder and start bouncing their lands. That I can get behind. We'll see another version later on that has Stoneforge Mystic. Oh, it, so. is there actually one? I I need to mm-hmm. I need to go look. Hold your breath. We'll we'll go we'll we'll find it. Oh, God. Niv, Mizzet, Reborn. Nope. Uh, you don't like five-color Niv? <laughs> no. But you're playing, like, 12 basics or something. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. <laughs> Moving um, on. We don't have all day. Dead Guy Ale. <laughs> Deal. When was the last time you heard Dead Guy Ale in Modern? That should answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, got some... Got some Dark Confidants alongside your Stoneforges. You got a Kaya's Guile here. Um, out of the board, we had some Plague Engineers. Just like This is another one that I wish was playing uh, Light and Shadow because Tide, Ho- Tide Hollow Sculler. The problem is you're only on 12 dudes. So, like, I could see the problem with having that. But like you said, I'm, I'm a big fan of just, like, constantly recurring my own dudes. 
constantly recurring Tide Hollow Sculler, like if they if they kill it, is super important. And I feel like in this deck mm-hmm. that has only twelve dudes and the other dudes are lingering souls tokens. Yep. Like we want to be able to grab more of our things. So having having a way to recur our Tide Hollow Scullers is probably a good thing. Also, they're playing two Batter Skull, which is pretty good for them. Alongside Dark Confidant? Yeah. Most of the time you're going to play Stoneforge Mystic before you play your Dark Confidant, because so that reduces it to one. I mean, Dark Confidant's played in the Jun decks that are playing four mana Bloodbraid Elves. Yeah, you're right. I mean... This is not, and they're playing a full playset of that card. As, as a man who has flipped Emrakul's to Bob's, just do whatever you want, man. <laughs> Live on the edge a little. What is this? This is... What is this? Is Bant Snow? Bant Control? We have some Arkham's Astrolabes, some Ice Fang Codals. I'm confused. Some Spell Quellers, a bunch of different Planeswalkers. Cryptic forces, logic knot, mana leak. Are we literally in green for Iced Faint Codal, a Thrag Tusk, and a Thrun? Yes. I'm done. I'm on board. I'm done. I'm on board. If if that's all we're using green for, I'm off it. But but Carl, shitty green mid range decks. You know that's what gets but me. But Carter Tron is that's next. what gets me going. It's <laughs> shitty mid mid range green decks. It's not even a mid range deck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I'm off it because it's not even like playing green for good reasons. <laughs> Thrag just <laughs> disagrees, sir. It's a one up. <laughs> if you had more in the board, sure. I'd be behind it because this Tron deck is doing the same exact thing. But it has three Thrag Tusk in its sideboard on top of the one in the main deck. One main board Thrag Tusk I can get behind. And then here's three more behind it. I'm disappointed in zero Thought Not Seers in this 75. I think they all went away because we're playing four, three Thrag Tusks. Um, still have Graph Digger's Cage. Got the Emrakul Why back in the board. board? Got some Veil of Summers. I can get on board with this. Why Witchbane Orb? Because it helps you against Burn. Because your four Worm Coils isn't enough. <laughs> your four <laughs> Worm Coils and one Thrag Tusk isn't enough to win the Burn matchup. We have problems. Your four Worm Coils and your four Thrag Tusk. <laughs> How do we lose to Burn here? Like, I don't I, see it. I didn't say it was a good plan. Swans. I'm off it. Seismic swans. Let's go. But this has... Oh, we get to play Throws of Chaos. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Deal. So we Throws of Chaos into Molten Vortex, Seismic Assault, Treasure Hunt, or Days Undoing. Deal. And we could retrace it because we're all lands anyway. 41 lands, 4 swans, 15 other I'm on spells. Board. I'm on board. I am so off this. We have a Jace Next. Wielder of Mysteries in the board. Deal. <laughs> we have a Sphinx's Tutelage in the board. Awesome. More janky cards. Uh, what do we got here? Next up is how, actually... How do we actually or... win the game game one? Just Seismic Assault? 
seismic assault or molten vortex. That's how the game usually wins. And then post board, we can just draw our deck. I am so off this. I need I need to go look at something else. You don't know how the deck actually wins, do you? Yeah, you like chuck lands at your swans to draw your deck and then chuck lands at their face. Exactly. That's just literally how is this like wrong? <laughs> I'm it's it's bad. Uh, this is green, white company splashing black for sideboard stuff, uh, a carrion feeder and a plague engineer. Yep. I like it. I like this. Um, I, like I dislike the lack of Stoneforge Mystics in my white decks. Uh, <laughs> this one is really stretched because it's trying to play Corda Calling and Collected Company. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to give you a hard time. I like the Ranger Captain mm-hmm. in Eos, though. I like that a lot in this deck. Ranger Captain uh, being able to after grab that, uh, carrying feeder is really sweet. Here's the really bad Stoneforge Mystic deck. I.E. Abzan Stoneforge. Yep. Off it. The, this one is much better because of the main deck Plague Engineers, which is good against, like, anything in the format right now. Plague Engineers? <laughs> yep, I said uh, that. Did you? I, I only... Yep. I was listening, obviously. This Notably, we can go... Uh, Plague Engineer into Plague Engineer, both naming Core, and it just, like, nukes. Nice Stoneforge Mystics. Stoneforge Mystics gone. Like, they're never gonna, like, do anything. <laughs> uh, after that... Got some Infect. I like that. Good old traditional Infect. Just green-blue? Yep. yep. I would rather play green-blue now that we're, like, away from the format of killing Hogak all mm-hmm. the time. The removal spells are fewer and far between because everyone's playing Stoneforge Mystic in their main deck, so you're more likely to get game ones against opponents now. Yep, I... Also, Spellskite coming back into the main board is really good. I can get on board with what this is doing, so... I like the fifth Mana Dork as a bird. I like that. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I'd rather I would have rather a have like Spellskite. Bird. In the main deck, I'd rather have the bird. Okay. Because their spell sky, because we don't spell sky's not good in every matchup. It's only good in certain ones. So if we need to bring the spell sky out, second side spell sky out of the sideboard, we can. Okay, I can get I can get on board. Uh, I like these wild defiances too because everyone's trying to target your stuff with lightning bolts and stuff. I like that too. I'm surprised people haven't started going migrating back to becomements now that the graveyard hate, like the hard hate mm-hmm. is down. Like at least like a one or a two of. What's the next one? Uh, this is one you're after. This is what you're after. Bant, Bant Stoneforge. Yeah, this is this actually is, Bant This Stoneforge. is right up my alley. This is Bant Company. Oh, yeah. This is exactly what I was expecting, like what you would want to play. Deputy Detention, Giver Runes, a Hex Drinker, Ice Fang Cold. You know what carries our sword really well? Hex Drinker. Ranger Captain tutoring <laughs> up Hex Drinker is something I didn't know I needed in my life. Yep. Ranger Captain seems like so like super secret really good right now. Like being six like fifteen to sixteen dollars a piece, I would definitely look into picking those up. If you plan on playing any deck that's playing Stoneforge probably. Heard it here first. What the heck is this? Hakan, get this out of here. Hakan? 
I, I clicked on the like a black white deck that was down the way. Oh. <laughs> I, I skipped Bogles because it's Bogles. Yeah, all right, it's Bogles. All right, Hakan. Right. It now we're talking Night Tribal. Like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> this is like it's just smallpox, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's just, just Hakan smallpox. smallpox. Um, yeah, we have Nameless Inversion, which is a knight to be able to cast out of the graveyard with Hakan. Yep. Um, past that, we have a Crucible, bunch of Planeswalkers. Yeah, seems fine. Not not for me, but seems fine. Yep. Uh, what's this one? Golos. This is Amulet yeah. Titan. Since when are they playing multiple Golos? Uh, since they started playing Field of the Dead. I can get on board. So it's super cute. This version is super cute because you are already a big mana deck anyway. Mm-hmm. So Golos is just another giant thing to do with all your mana. Like kind of like Sakama, it was in the sideboards of the deck for a while, just as like another thing to do with all your mana. Love it. Uh, plus Golos gets goes and grabs any land you want, which is really nice. What's this? More Bant mid-rangey things with Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, this is this is closer to what I like. Um, I don't swap the Sophie for uh, Feast and Famine, and we're fine. And cut these astrolabes. I don't think we need those. For Ice Fang Kodal? we already play. What he's only playing seven snow. Uh, seven basics. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. He's only playing seven. Seven is a lot. But if we're gonna play Cryptic, get this Sophie out of here. Put in Feast and Famine. Play that in your Bant deck yep. for sure. Uh, Zoo? Is that what's uh, next? It's I... Burn playing Wild Nicarls into Tarkus Commands. Ooh, four Thunderous Wrath. With zero hmm. ways to manipulate our library. So, luck of the draw. Yep. You got it. Actual factual miracle. <laughs> uh, what's this? Grixis Death Shadow. Yep. Uh, I hear that this deck is getting more popular, but I also hear that it's not very good. <laughs> sure, man. Blast Zone. Blast Zone is a hell of a card. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> I guess their thought process is they get uh, Thoughtseize, Inquisition, and K-Command to beat up the Stoneforge decks, but like... Man. How do you yeah. beat the decks that aren't Stoneforge then? <laughs> because the decks that aren't Stoneforge are usually Burn or Monored Prowess or Tron. <laughs> and you're going to have a real hard time against those. Uh, what's next? Humans? Humans? Nothing. Chalice of the Void. What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what are we playing this Chalice of the Void for? What are we doing with this Moran Crusader in the board? It's a human. I, I am. I, you, you do not need to lecture me on how how good Moran Crusader is, sir. I have. I'm just saying it's a human because it gets they get the buffs. It gets the buffs off everything. Plus, can't die to push. Can't die to trophy. Can't die to abrupt. Decay. Still dies to bolt. Yeah, but we could easily get that out of bolt range, though. We could also just meddling mage name bolt. You are correct. And we just protect it. Uh. Ha ha, I was wondering if I was going to see this yet or not. 
This is Lantern. This is, uh, I was talking to someone, I think it was Brock. I'm like, man, how good is Lantern Control now? It's great right now. I don't want to play it anymore, though. Okay, why? I'm, I am, I'm just off the giant whir, whir of invention grindy games. If you can't tell, my entire modern collection is fast combo decks. Carl, I remember the first time I played Lantern, I sit down and we play a mirror match. <laughs> yeah, I have changed a lot since then. I'm like off it. <laughs> I have played enough of my mirror of my Lantern deck that I'll, I'm good for the rest of my life, probably. I think the only new thing they get they had was Urza. Yep, the new only new thing they have right now is Urza. And that's uh, out of the board. oh, their sideboard's a little out, a little out there. We got this Bedim. We got a mechanized production. Huh? Yeah, this is this is a little yeah. out there. Another Niv Reborn deck. Goodbye. But this one has Ashiok and Nahiri. Cool. It has Kess Dissonant Mage to be able to flashback cool. or bring delights. This is not something I can interest you in. All nope. right, I, I need to save this deck list real quick. All right, <laughs> keep going. Uh, moving on. Uh, Shitty dudes. Green, blue, Merfolk. I'm off it. What's the new Merfolk that's really good in standard? It's the Cutthroat? Um, it's the one that... Yeah, it's in the, the Simic decks. Yeah. Unfortunately, he does not play very well with this kind of style of, of feast. Yeah. Is this more prison? Is this more Monored prison? This is more Monored prison. Sorry, I'm currently editing the... Uh, the Stoneforge deck. I mean, the, the Niv Mizzet You're fine. Deck. I'm just skipping everything that's like we've either A talked about or B is just kind of boring. Yep, mono Red Prison uh, with the Karn package this time. Black White Taxes. Black and White Eldrazi. Yep, we've already seen that. Um, Playing this whole thing. Mardu? Mardu? Mardu. Mardu Stoneforge. I like it. This is one that I like a lot for. Like, this is, like, has good sword. Like, it's good with light and shadow. It's good with fire and ice. This Angrath's Rampage can kind of go away. Yeah, I, I think that Rampage, I'd rather just be, like, a Dreadbore. Yeah. Like, Dreadbore doesn't hit um, the swords, but it hits the dude the sword is carrying. Yeah, and that's all we really care about. What the heck is this? Oh, collected oh this conjuring. is the Rhino deck. I am on board. This is the Collected Conjuring Rhino deck. I am okay. on board. We get to do this Restore Balance thing. We get to do this Crashing Footfalls thing. We got Greater Gargadon. Gargadad coming in. Gonna gonna get you. I am uh, so off this deck, but I want to try it one time. I know it's not good, that? but I want to do it. It's a scred. We have Scred back in the format. With, with six mana Chandra. With big Chandra. Yeah. yeah. I, I, big, big I can Chandra. get on board with what this is doing. We got some Frostwalk um, Bastion. Some Scrying Sheets. I can I can get on board with this. 
Next is more white taxes. Oh, we got our four Leonid Arbiters. Nice. Uh, After that is... Got some blue-white. Blue-white control. Actual blue-white. Like, straight-up blue-white, no Stoneforge package or anything. Yep, our, our creatures are Snapcasters. There's still a batter. Oh, his, his package is sideboard. I lied. There are 27 decks that play Stoneforge. That is hot. I, so I he brings it in when he needs it. everything this deck is doing. It's not too bad. Um, um, mono Red Prowess. Mono Red Prowess. Here we go. This is the boogeyman right now. Everyone's complaining about this right now, being just running around. Because they were like, oh, Faithless Looting is going to kill this deck. No, Faithless Looting actually wasn't even needed in this deck. Yeah, Faithless Looting just means you don't play birds. Like, Faithless Looting means you just don't play birds, and once in a while you have land stuck in your hand. Uh, they literally, I think they literally swapped uh, Faithless Lootings for Crash Throughs. Um, to give all their dudes trample. There were versions already playing Crash Through, I believe. But were they, were they playing Faithless Looting at the same time? I, I think it was like a 2-2 split. So I, I think they're so, just... Yeah. So we just went all up on Crash Through. Yeah. yeah. That seems completely I fine. Can, I can get behind that. And then because they're off-looting, they're on Blister Coil weird? Or is that something they've been doing? They The ones that have been playing Phoenix have been playing Blister Coil weird. Okay. So it's just like, do you play the one drop that is really that has prowess attached to it, like pseudo-prowess, or do you play the four drop that you can recur pretty easily? Uh, Twiddle Storm. This is a deck I'm really high on. Um, I think this expedition map in here is complete garbo. So, I have heard rumblings that there is a green version that's playing Sylvan so Scrap. bad. Do not do that. Um, like, if, if you want... I like the sideboard plan for this deck, specifically. The, the Deceiver XR Kiki Jiki plan? Uh-huh. <laughs> I... So... As you know, I have played a ton of Storm in the past. I have played yeah. every possible sideboard plan you can possibly think of. Kiki Cheeky is a really cool one. I don't think it's good, but it's definitely cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh... Let's just fly through the rest of these. This is red, green, Eldrazi. Okay, so let's not fly <laughs> I was getting ready to go. Like, we were at about an hour and a half recording here, and we found red, green, Eldrazi. Like, um, that's yeah, we great. Got some, I love that We got that a deck. bunch of standard cards here. We got some Domrys. We got a Vivian. Uh, we got some Gruel Spellbreakers. I can, I, can I can get behind what this is doing, and I don't think this deck is I like this good. a lot. Like... Gruel Spellbreaker helps it out a lot. Mm. Like, you having Hexproof is, like, you and it having Hexproof on your turn is actually, like, significant, so they can't Cryptic you, they can't uh, Settle you, things like that. Um, I like the Vivian. I do, too. too. Um, Vivian is something I've been playing in the Soul Herder sideboard um, as a way to, like, beat up on the blue-white control decks and, like, the, the, uh, like, green-black X decks. Just like, all right, well, you killed my creature, flash in another one. Like. Yeah, it's good until they play Teferi. Yeah, which, like, you can't ever beat a Teferi with that deck anyway. Exactly. Well, that's not true. You can't beat a Narset. Narset beats that deck. Narset's (laughs) a little hard. 
uh, I've been playing. I was playing Vivian in the the Vanifer deck, and it was really good there too because it's just like, here's my flashy Vanifer on turn three. On your turn three, time to combo. <laughs> Uh, so it, it was really good there, too. Uh, what's next? We got... Um, Titan. We got Titan Shift. We got some Jeskai Sahili. Looks like it's playing... Monvoli Acid Moss. So it's more close, like it's like a Ponza Titan combo. Uh, that's, that's the only thing. Like, it's... Acid yeah. Moss is there to, like, make sure you stay ahead. Yeah. Jeskai's Healy Stone Forge. I I'm on board with what this is doing. I want these serum. Visions. I like I, I like putting I like putting Stone Forge into combo decks that are like kind of close to being yep. good, like Vanifer, like Sahili combo, slotting and and Devoted Druid slotting the Stone Forge package package into Sahili combo. It's like super minimal to do because you only have to ever play like two equipment and then it's like three to four like creatures out of your deck, um, like. I personally am real big on slotting it into Vanifer right now because it's just like you could Eldritch Evolution Stoneforge into uh, Vanifer if you need to. Um, you're playing Giver Runes, so Stoneforge Mystics more likely to survive the turn it comes into play. So it's like it's just this, these nice things like the decks that are playing Giver Runes, the decks that are playing like good protection spells around Stoneforge, but also just have oops, I win sometimes. I'm real big on this. If I had a lot of it, I would play it. But I don't have Scalding Tarns. Womp womp. So. Uh, we're almost to the oh, end so here. We got, got like another like, red, what, 15, 20? Blue red through the breach. Not a deck I'm interested in. Uh, red green Thundermaw Storm Breath Dragon? So we got Thundermaw Storm Breath. We got some Kiora uh, Behemoth Beckoners. Yeah, I'm, I'm off this. But it makes you Thundermaws draw you a card. Uh, so next we have... <laughs> uh, why are we playing Angrass Rampage in this Mardu Death Shadow deck? I don't know. Why are we playing red cards in general? Well, I guess because we want to play Colgan's Command. No, we want to play... But yeah, like... we want K-Command and we want Team of Battle Rage. Well, that's like all the red cards we never want, yeah. right? Like, we don't want this Angrath's yeah, Rampage. Right. Heck, I'd rather play Pillage. <laughs> I want this to be another path. It could be another path. Could be, that'd be fine as another path. Um, could also be another Unearth if we need it to be. Yep, I, there's a lot of things that, that one card could be, so. Any of the one mana spells, it's really good as. This is Eldrazi yep. Tron. Um, I think Chalice of the Void's pretty bad right now with everyone playing... Cause yeah, two mana spells. Stoneforge yeah. Mystic. So, um, I would not uh, be playing Eldrazi Tron right now. I'd be playing traditional Tron. Yep, it's super easy just to swap out to traditional to, to, yeah, to traditional Tron now. Um, blue backmail playing scheming symmetry. I am on board. Okay, you get to play Vamp Tutor, and we get it's, it, scheming symmetry makes them search. Right? Yes, they don't get a choice. So we get to archive trap them no Correct. matter what. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure that's how that worked. <laughs> uh, next um, up, we have blue-white Cigar Aid. It's blue-white hammer time. 
Oh my god, yes. Because we want Blighted Agent as our kill card instead of Glistener Elf. Yeah. Instead of Glistener Elf. So Oh my god, this is so we much have better. Modern stable <laughs> core outfitter. Uh ETB attach an equipment you control to target creature you control. So this go uh, we have Stoneforge Mystic to go get Colossus Hammer and Batter Skull. Um preferably Colossus Hammer to then uh Cast with a Sigarda's Aid on the field to equip to our Blighted Agent and hit them for 11 infects. Yep. I'm on board. Deal. I don't I like think it. it's good, I like it a lot. but I am on board. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> um, um, hardened Scales? Hardened Scales. Hardened Scales playing Scrapyard Recombiner, which... Honestly, this deck is going to be terrible now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Deck's gonna be terrible now. It'll be good for like two weeks or three weeks, and then everyone starts playing all the artifact hate for Stoneforge Mystic, and it just gets hammered hard. Uh, here's the Soul Hoarder Stoneforge deck. I am pretty close to this actually. I don't know how I feel about Company here, but Company hits Stoneforge Soul Hoarder. It hits every creature, right? Yes, it does. Okay. Which means they're not playing Mole Drifter. I'm off it. You you're not playing the best elemental in modern. I like this Cataclysmic Gear Hulk. Uh, the board. On the sideboard. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. I don't like these main board negates. I don't Can we swap these for something? What do we got in like here? More paths. More Knight of Autumns. Play just play Stell Spell Snare. Sure. <laughs> What are you? Uh, more white taxes. No, this is spirits. Oh, no, I skipped, yeah. I skipped spirits. I skipped spirits. Oh. oh, it's blue white spirits. You want to talk about it? Is there Stoneforge nope. Mystic in it? Nope. Next. Mono <laughs> <laughs> uh, white taxes. Um, Fire and ice, batter with skull. Ephemerate. Ephemerate. Deal. Only one giver. That's fine. With, more importantly, with an Archangel Avacyn in the board. <laughs> Get this terrible no, card. No, play more of this card. <laughs> Trust me, as the per I I've tried to play it. It's not very good. Oh, got Archangel Avacyn and I like this Gideon Weathered Wayfarer. I like yeah. this. I like this Weathered Wayfarer a lot. Um, How do you feel about Naya? Like Naya Stoneforge or just Naya? Naya? Uh, Ponza? Is this just Wannabe Zoo? Or what We're is this? Pillage and Stone Rain. Like, I think we just want to press our mana advantage. It's like we stay ahead of them and, like, beat them to death with a Hex Drinker. Okay. But, like, uh, Blood Braid into Pillage is something I can get behind. That being said, this deck looks like awful. What is Goblin Ruin Blaster? Uh, destroys target on basic land. I'm off it. Also has haste. It's like kicker, what, one? Yep. Yeah. I've been telling people to play more Pillage. Pillage is really good. Pillage is also double red, but like, if you're in a red deck, that's not a problem. Exactly. Uh, Core Tapertron. Off it. Just another artifact deck that's playing Karn. Five-color uh, elementals. Five elementals. Awesome. <laughs> Quinn's been playing a very bad version of this for the last, 
like two weeks at FNM. Right, I'm going to screenshot this one and send it to Quentin. So uh, I watched him last week dome someone for 96. I'm on board. Go on. So we had double. Oh, we had like 48 creatures, like 48 like dudes. Like it was like Omnath, Yarok, and then Omnath again. And just dome them for 96. Dang. Uh, the fact that this one isn't playing Yarok kind of makes me sad. But uh, Yarok is also five mana. Yeah, it's five mana. Um, we're playing Aethervile instead of Collected Company, which Quentin is playing Collected Company because the entire set of his deck, like the only cards that aren't hitting his are the Omnath and the Yarok. So that's like three of the millions of cards he's playing i told him he needs to play lightning scale elemental but he won't listen to me double red kind of seems hard in this deck in the deck that's playing ancient ziggurat cavernous souls prion beyond reflecting pool unclaimed right, territory I double red is hard. i say you don't always have to be right carl <laughs> <laughs> but like so many five color lands there's only two basics in the deck we are super punished <laughs> Uh, blue next White, is blue white Stoneforge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, no, we're just guy. Playing feast we're of fam. Just guy. We oh we got lightning bolt and lightning yep. helix. Oh boy. Uh, we got a fry and a wear tear in the board. I don't. Again, I just don't think we need red. Um. So next we have red, white taxes, but like our red cards main board are or... the Simeon Spirit Guide is literally there just so we can chalice the void people. Yep. Eh, I'm, off, I'm it. off it. That's not the next um, deck. Blue black fairies. Meh. Yep. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> Just because the format slowed down a little bit does not mean blue black berries gets better. Uh, what is this? Some more living in living in deck. Yeah, this is blue. Um, so we have force of negation and ardent plea. I like force of negation in the living in deck. I like that. Especially if we're violent outbursting on their turn. Yeah, like, I, like yeah that I, I can get on board with that. Um, Wilderness Reclamation. The actual, like, control deck version of it. I'm disappointed that it only plays one Nexus. I want more Nexi. You only need the one Nexus, though, because we get to go find I it. I know, but man, do I like that card. I want more Ice Fang Coldles. There's the fourth... Oh, uh, there's the two through four I know. Board. Take them out of the sideboard. Yeah. Put them in the main board. Yep. Jund. Uh, we're almost at the end. Jund? Traditional Jund. Two main deck Huntmaster of the Fells. Yeah, that's really good against. People want to play mid-range. Yep. Two Huntmaster uh, and a Season Pyromancer. Weather the Storm. Let's go. That is a... Uh, if the Twiddle Storm picks up in popularity, which I think it honestly could... That card is critically underplayed right now. Yeah. 
Next up, more Monored Prowess, this time playing Abbott. Abbott instead of Blister Coil Weird. I'd rather have Weird. Abbott lets you combo. Like, Abbott lets you get, like, eventually maybe combo into two spells instead of just, like, having, like, one spell after Abbott. So. Mm. It also could find you a land if you need a land. It's like a mini light at the stage. Okay, when you put it like that, I can get behind it. I forgot Abbott was play, not cast. So Abbott is play, so it lets you play your lands. Mm -hmm. Uh, why are we playing? What? This is Teamer Rhinos. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not happy with the fact that we're playing Bloodbraid Elf and Dreadhorde Arcanist. <laughs> no, it's so we can cast more Rhinos. If we, it, yeah, but Bloodbraid Elf into Dreadhorde Arcanist feels miserable. <laughs> Is what I'm saying. We're, we're, if we cast Cade into Dreadhorde Arcanist, the entire deck just feels miserable. Yes. Because then that that's exactly because the Dreadhorde Arcanist doesn't get to do anything that turn. And we didn't necessarily want to have it on the field that turn. Usually if we want if we want Dreadhorde Arcanist on the field, we want to be able to protect it. All right, Carl, I have a question for you. How, mm -hmm. how do you feel about Bluetron? Like the one I'm looking at uh -huh. right now? Blue seems fine. Uh, with Karn the Great Creator, it's a much better deck now. I think that's debatable. <laughs> I, Blue Tron is better with Karn than Green Tron is, is with that's, Karn. That's like, setting the bar pretty low, if you ask me. Now, granted, Mono Blue Tron was already pretty bad, <laughs> so having getting Karn bumping you up, it's better than nothing. I like these Nibble Instructionists, though, as you're like, get them. Mm -hmm. Um, four color were? Are we actually four color? Are we? Nope, we are, we're Jeskai. Jeskai Urza. Yep, this is just playing Goblin Engineer instead of Stoneforge Mystic. Good, make my Goblin Engineers go up. My Stoneforges <laughs> are as high as they they're need going, it. and I'm not selling those, so. They need it. <laughs> Uh, what is this? This is more devoted druid combo, but we're playing Neoform, Neoform and, and Eldritch Evolution. Mortem Lunge. Huh. So what we do... I'm not sure how much I like this No, question. what we do is we take our devoted druid and, and uh, Eldritch Evolution into our vizier and then post-mortem lunge back and go off. That's a lot of mana. <laughs> that's four mana. That, that's literally... That is more than mana. four mana. There you go. I can count. <laughs> I was getting there. Blue, red... Delver. Delver? I actually... I wanted to say wizards, but there's terror manders. I in played deck. against this earlier. And I was playing the Soul Herder deck that has eight basics. And game, uh, game three, they blood mooned me. They tapped out for blood moon when I have five basics on field. My only non-basic is a hollowed fountain. I untap, Why? draw Sophie, <laughs> play Sophie, equipped a soul hoarder, and they they conceded. 
Womp, womp. Mind you, I also saw Deputy both games I won. It's like, I'm just like, all right, Deputy, blink. Blink your Terramanders. All right, do it again. This time, blink your Delvers so they have to flip again. <laughs> the, the only reason I won game one, I was at one life. And they had two Delvers and never flipped them. They had Aww. three turns to flip them, and they never did. And that's the only reason I won. I also, I also... That was a lot of decks. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, it was like 81 decks or something. That's a lot. All right, man. This is a long we episode. Need to, we need to wrap this up. This has been... Yeah, we got we got FNM coming up in like three hours. <laughs> I still have to get a deck together. Yeah, and by I that, it. I mean, we'll they'll talk to like six people and borrow cards. Um, I got people bugging me getting ready to leave. I'm just like, I'm busy. <laughs> Come back in an hour. <laughs> All right. You want me to send uh, this out? Let's get out of here. We talked. Oh, we talked uh, about what do we have this weekend? Dallas? Uh, Dallas. Dallas in... New modern yeah. format. We have SCG Dallas this weekend. I don't think there's a GP or anything. Not that I'm if aware there of, is, no. that's news to me, so... Uh, I'm probably going over that we'll next, it next week. week. Figure it out then. So, um, yeah, we'll get a little bit more modern information. Getting an actual tournament result that's not all moto yep. lists. Is we will be not nice. be going through eighty some lists next week. So, um, hopefully, as always, you can find us on Twitter. Um, myself at Carter Noble twenty five. Carl's at Musical underscore thirty three. Um, you can also find the podcast at Attacker Zero. Um, you can find Carl and I on Twitch as well. Um, let's see, what else? Questions, comments, concerns, emails down in the, the show notes. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can always join our Discord server as well. That will be down in the show notes as well. So um, feel feel free to join the Discord server. We, we definitely want more people in there so we can actually have some conversations with the people who listen. So cannot push that enough. Anything else, man? Yeah. Uh, no, not the top of my head. Then I will. I will see you all next week. We'll talk to you then. Peace.